This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Tech Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Super Sports Schools Podcast brought to you by Spur. I'm Alex White, joined by Shami and Tim once again. Guys, welcome back to the show. I think, Tim, it was just you and I last week. So, Shami, thanks so much for joining us again. It's been quite the weekend. How are you feeling? Words fail me, but world champs is all I can say. That's the... Yeah. Yo, I, I agree with you there. I, so much stress was felt this weekend. The last three weekends, honestly, I might need a new heart because I'm not sure this one can pump blood anymore. I I was just in such a state. I started crying. I'm not going to lie to you. I shared a big tear or two yeah. just because of how happy I was with the boys and seeing everybody celebrate. Just quickly from each of you, what do you think it means to school kids to see the Springboks lift the trophy, win the World Cup across sports? What sort of impact it has? But starting with you, Tim, as someone who was still playing rugby and had rugby ahead of him when we won the World Cup in 2019. I think this World Cup just showed that it doesn't really matter your upbringing, that hard work and dedication can take you there. I mean... You got Sierra from a small village in the Eastern Cape. To the Tuestrand Honda. It's showing that it's not just those in privilege. It's anyone that has the heart, the belief, the hard work. And I think we're going to see that in our next wave of future spring boxes. People that have really just worked their way through to achieve the best. Cool. Shami? Um, I think for me, what's beautiful is how it just shows, you know, the true South African spirit, like no matter the adversity, we just somehow persevere. Seeing um, all South Africans from different backgrounds, you know, like uniting during load shedding against, like no matter whatever struggles we're facing and just backing the box like that is beautiful. And it's inspiring to the youth, like how we can integrate a society like that. Now, quickly, we've gone from France 2023 for the Rugby World Cup. Paris 2024 is next. The Olympic Games, it is the summer season. We are going to talk a bit more about that now on this episode and what actually we're going to get to the meat of the episode in terms of track and field. Each of you, what when you think of the Olympics, favorite track field events, what comes to mind? Oh, oh, my family... So we do have some Kenyan heritage. So my family are always down for the for the longer ones, you know, the three thousand, the one yeah. five. But also mm. the four by one hundred relay is just getting the best four runners from your country just going at full pace. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch. For me it has to be uh one of the underrated ones, which is high jump. I don't think many people really look forward to it, but that's one that I've always been so intrigued by. In terms of athletics, we know that we've got very strong athletics in South Africa. We are always very good at competing on the international stage. And we've seen on Supersport Schools that school athletics has been quite amazing as well. We've seen some records broken over the past couple of years captured by Supersport School. Uh, Super Sports Schools. And what you might not know is that Akani Simbine, one of South Africa's star runners, he's made it to the Olympic finals for the 100 meters and he runs a company 
called Backsport, which is one of the biggest suppliers in terms of production for super sports schools. They cover a whole lot of athletics. They employ athletes and ex-athletes to do the filming production, etc. And I caught up with him over the last week to find out a bit more about his career, what he thinks about the future of athletics in South Africa and Backsport's role. So that's coming up after the break. Stay with us. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast. Because back bacon has more meat and less fat. And we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees. Then serve it with two large eggs, golden chips, grilled tomato, toast and jam. And at only $49.90 for our unreal breakfast. Why not bring the whole family? Spur, people with a taste for life. T's and C's apply. Hi, I'm Akani Simbine. Um known as the 100 meter sprinter from South Africa but I'm also the CEO of Backsports which is which works with super sports schools and we're going to dive into Backsports and find out a lot about that and your role with super sports schools but obviously we want to start with the Olympics the sprinting all of that uh double olympian been to the Olympics next year going to the Olympics and I think just to start us off why athletics? What got you into it? And take us a little bit on that journey that saw you start running to making it to the Olympics for the first time. So my story with athletics is like different from a lot of people. Um, I didn't grow up running. I didn't grow up knowing much about athletics. Um, I was into soccer. I wanted to be a soccer player. And I was known as the fast guy on the field, you know, and... Um, through high school, my principal always used to bug me and say, you know, you need to run, you need to run for the school, you need to run for the school. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll run for the school and everything. And um, I started beating guys older than me. I started beating the guys in matric and grade 11. And then he said to me, no, um, if you actually take this thing really seriously, you could actually do really well and all these things. And I was like, no, man, I just want to play soccer. Leave me alone. What, 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 what. And... Um, he, my principal then just sent me like a coach's details and said, just contact this guy and go to this guy and see. And then he was in Germiston, it was a bit too far for us. And then in that same week, my dad saw an article of my current coach um, advertising that he coaches in Kempton Park and he's, he's looking for athletes. And then my dad's like, here, yeah, maybe you can go here, you can do your soccer, you can do athletics and then just see how it goes. Started running in my first year, I finished, I think I finished second in South Africa in my age group. And then the second year came in and I had broke, I broke the SA junior record. And then from then on, it was literally, hey man, I left soccer, which was my dream. Didn't know anything much about athletics and pursued, pursued athletics. You know, I got a bursary to go study and, um, yeah, I got a manager, then I started traveling and yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is definitely history. I think it's so interesting that athletics isn't something you were necessarily interested in before. Uh, we were saying that 2012 was the first Olympics that you actually watched. Yeah. Um, which is just one Olympics before you actually went. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's quite crazy. And to, to go from starting it as a sport to being second in South Africa in your first year and then breaking the record the next year is just incredible. So along the way, what role did community school coaches play in that journey? Because it sounds like it was thanks to your school that you even considered it. 
Yeah, I think um, community school, my parents played a big role in where I am today. You know, um, without my, my school, I wouldn't have been an athlete. Without my parents giving me the opportunity, I wouldn't have been an athlete. And without having a conversation with my parents in saying, let's give up soccer and try this athletics thing, you know, I wouldn't be here. So they played a big role, you know, and just the support I got from everybody and just the belief everybody had in me in something that we didn't know anything about, you know, it was the, it was just like a, a we were walking into a dark tunnel and, and, and for, for us it was like, okay, we'll see. But for my mom, it was like, dude, you have to get an education, go to university, get your degree and make sure that is good. The athletics come second. A lot of people see the glamorous side of being an athlete. They see that there's success when there is success and they see the failure when there is failure and it, because it's broadcast for everyone to see. But what a lot of people don't know is that you're actually involved in business as well. You're involved in production. Uh, your company is the biggest supplier to super sports schools in terms of production. And I want to talk about that. What started this idea that's developed into Backsports, which, and you can also tell us a bit about what Backsports does, um, because I'm just saying it's a production company, and you can add on to that if, you, if you'd like. So the story of Backsports, it actually started as, it's formerly known as Backtrack. And in 2015, um, we had recorded the first sub-10, sub-10 in 100 meters, which was ran in South Africa. And um, we had the footage and all the broadcasters wanted it because not, uh, no one has ever run sub-10 in South Africa and the South African is the first South African running it. And I was part of that race. I came second and I ran 10 And um, we started shooting more, started shooting more athletics um, as backtrack. And, um, you know, athletics was known, was broadcasted to, by us, literally by backtrack until Super Sports Schools came onto, on board and... Um, they said, okay, you know what, um, let's, let's partner together and let's take what you guys have and take it and make it bigger. And now we are back sports because we don't, we don't just do athletics, but we do all sports. I think we do over 10 sports right now. And yeah, man, it's, it's just been a great journey. It's been a great two, two years with, with Super Sports Schools and we've had a lot of growth, man. Um, our story is actually a bit hectic because... We, we, we are, we known as our, we go by the, 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 what do we say? Um, we go by the mantra as for athletes by athletes. So what we do is we employ athletes, we employ athletes, we treat them, how we teach them how to record, we teach them how to do production, we teach them how to do editing, we teach them how to do camera work and how to stream. And while we teach them that, we give them opportunity to earn an income because we found that a lot of the athletes, don't have an income, they can't afford to go to school. So it's like we're kind of helping with the unemployment rate in South Africa, which is a big thing for us. So, yeah, I think um, that's us, you know. Um, I could tell you a lot of stories about the guys that we employ and, and like, we've, we've helped a lot, you know. And, and I always tell the guys that we need to keep getting more, keep helping more and just keep finding the next guys because the guys that we have are doing really great and they actually can have a career in production. I'd like to hear a little bit more about that because I think in South Africa, especially, even if you are someone who has a lot of talent in any sport and you go and make it professional, it's not something that can last your whole life. Um, and even if you just 
do well nationally. It doesn't mean that you're going to do well necessarily internationally. You might still pursue that. You might still be an athlete. You might still go to Olympics. Not everyone makes the final. Um, so to have a holistic approach to be involved in something else as well, I think that's incredibly beneficial. And you said, I think your mom said that you must focus on the academics. And I noticed that you mentioned that back track as it was then started in 2015. So that would have been before your first Olympics. So you were already involved with that, unlike some people who would might focus everything on this one dream. Um, and, and you've managed to balance both. So maybe to tell us some of the stories about the athletes that work for you and with you at Backsports. Um, so we have a couple of athletes that work for us. I can tell you about this one guy. I won't mention his name, but um, he comes from a very, he's not, he's not well off, you know, um, struggles come from a, not a well off family. And he literally said to us, you know, all he knows how to do is run and steal. And now we've given him an opportunity to just run and work and earn a living, you know. And for us, that was, I think for our team, uh, to hear that, it was just like we actually taken someone out of a struggling situation into, and he's grown himself, you know. He's, he's matured. He's, he's, he's taught himself, like, the right and the wrong things to do, you know. And we've trusted him with our equipment. We've trusted him with, like, everything that we have. And he hasn't put a foot wrong, you know, and... It's, it's it's a great thing, you know, and we've 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 had athletes that are also struggling, but they go to school as well, but they're also looking for an income because they don't have they don't have you know a strong financial background, and they come and work by us and they learn skills, and some of them even say to us that no, this is what they actually want to do, you know, they're gonna study, finish, but they're gonna stay with us and push on, you know. So I think we're creating the next generation of you know, production people, you know, and the next generation of streamers, the next generation of editors. And I, I'm really proud of that. And I'm really proud of what we've done as a company. And I'm looking forward to keep on growing this company as well. It sounds like it's life-changing for the people involved. And that's what I don't think people always realize is that sport can be so influential in this country, not just for the people who are succeeding at doing the sport, but also everyone else involved, production, streaming, filming, etc. Like you say, I want to know what does Akani Simbine OLY do in production in the van? Well, I don't do much, you know. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been in the van I've been a stream lead once, and once you know, and I've, I've I've controlled a camera, which what you see on on screen. But I don't I don't do much of the the, the technical stuff, you know. We leave it to the guys on on scene because I think I'll make a mistake and then you guys won't be happy. <laughs> so yeah, um, but on my side, it's just making sure that you know the company runs smoothly. You know, I have a great team that I have. You know, it's me, Temba, Kurt, Owen, Lehan. You know, we're the directors of the company and we, we make the company run smoothly. You know, we have hiccups here and there, but we make sure that the company runs smoothly, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm proud of the guys that we're with, you know, and, and I'm also learning. You know, I learn every day when I'm there. I learn everything about production, you know. I didn't think I would be in production because I studied IT, you know, and I'm an athlete. So I was like, okay, where does the production come in? But here I am and I'm enjoying it and we're giving an opportunity to, you know, the youth to grow and the youth to have an 
opportunity to 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 earn an income and you know find their niche and a lot of them are finding their niche in in this i think it's very special and the fact that you've been so involved with school sports as well tell us a little bit about the impact that you've seen streaming school athletics have because i know athletics on our platform supersport schools on the channel 216 and online it's just exploded it's one of the most popular sports to watch which is quite interesting because the the at a national level athletics in south africa isn't necessarily always that well watched but when a record's broken or something everyone wants to see the yeah, highlights yeah, etc yeah, yeah. but for supersport schools races are there are lots of people watching them. So it's it's quite interesting. Can you tell us a bit about that? And I think the impact that you've seen it have on schools and young athletes. So the whole thing with, 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 with Backtrack, you know, let's take it back to Backtrack, was to, to broadcast athletics. You know, athletics wasn't shown anywhere. You know, it was just shown for the SA Champs or if there was a one-day meet and that was it. And you could see if you had to go to a school meet that – it gets packed, like fully packed. There's over a thousand people there in the stadiums and parents are there, fans are there. Everyone is watching. Everybody's excited to see what is going to happen. Who's the fastest school? Who's the fastest kid in the schools? And the fact that Supersport Schools came up with this, like gives the kids to show off their talent to the world and gives the kids to actually, like the opportunity to also just be on TV, be on you know, everybody streams on their phones now, you know, and their parents, if their parents can't be there, they can watch their kids online, you know, and it's a great opportunity for them to actually show their talent and also, you know, sh- probably, you know, show the next school that, hey, man, this is me. I'm running fast. I'm doing well. And next week we're going to race against you. You guys better be ready, you know, and it's really great. You know, I wish we had that back in our time when I was running because, you know, it's easier for you to, you know, parents can watch you, you know, you can show your talent off. And you're just on TV and it's great to be on TV. It's very great to be on TV. Talking about showing that talent off, do you think more talent now is caught or seen? Um, and also talent that wants to maybe pursue studies in South Africa, overseas, they can put together tapes, etc. Uh, that's something that before you had to either be right at the top running at like a national event where it got recorded or you had to record it yourself. Now hundreds of meets, whether it's in-person AI cameras, they've, they've filmed across the country, which is incredible. What, what do you think about that? I think it's really great that we're giving the kids their own opportunity and their own control, you know, over their future and their lives. Because now there's footage that they can, they can access, they can send to colleges, they can, you know, send to teams you know if they want to play rugby overseas if they want to play soccer overseas you know there's footage that is there and it's there for them to use it's about them you know and um i'm just proud to be part of this and proud to have a company that is you know helping the next generation of sports people you know and also it's not about the guys getting into sports teams and you know running sports professionally and stuff it's just an opportunity for them the kids to actually show themselves, you know, when they start doing interviews on at meets or at games, you know, they, you show, you show, you see their confidence, you know, an actor might come out of that, you know, a confident business person might come out of that. Someone that can talk well, someone that can talk in front of a camera can come out of that. So it's just touching so many different things and it's not just sport, you know, and it's just amazing that we're able to be 
part of this journey with super sports schools and just give the kids an opportunity to to be great so what and forgive the pun but what track do you think south african athletics is on at the moment in terms of school athletics and youth athletics uh, and bringing in the impact that super sports schools streaming it etc has do you think it's going in the right direction I think so. I think it's going in a really good direction because we're showing we're showing so much athletics right now. Um, there was athletics this past weekend. We are showing athletics literally every time. As athletics, it's it's live, you know, and 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 that's really great to have that, you know. And the kids are excited about that. They know that the cameras are going to be there, you know. So in their heads, they're really preparing for that. And you know, if one of the kids come out and they become professional, you know. They're really used to cameras being in their faces. They're used to cameras being there, you know. So it's not a thing of just dropping them in the circuits and saying, okay, this camera's going to be there and you're not used to that. So it's really good that that is there. And I think athletics right now is on an upward trajectory, you know, with the schools doing so well, with the kids in the schools running well, you know. The kids are really running times that the guys back in my day weren't running, you know. And it's, it's, it's hopefully they stay in athletics and don't go to other sports or go to other places, and just, you know, be the next generation of athletes to take athletics in South Africa to the next level. So where do you think the next Akane Simbine is going to come from? I think the next Akane Simbine won't be the next Akane Simbine. He must be whoever he is. She, he or she must be whoever he or she is. Will come from one of the schools that we are filming, one of the schools that we are showcasing. They are going to come and break the records, break my record, you know, take the long jump record, take the high jump record. You know, they're going to come from the Super Sports Schools app. You know, we, that's where we're going to see it happen. And I'm going to be key. I'm keen to see that. And I'm excited to see that, you know, because I've always been an ambassador for the next generation. You know, I've always spoken about the next generation and the guys need to, you know, stand up and put their hand up for the next and then put themselves up and say, I'm going to be the next so talking about that, over the past year, if there's anyone you've noticed, we've got the class of 23 for Super Sports Schools. We're nominating players and you at home can as well. The details are on screen. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can follow us on our various social media platforms to find out about the class of 2023 to nominate players, coaches and moments. Somebody that stood out, more than one person who stood out for you this year, young athletes that you would nominate to the class of 23 that have been particularly outstanding or noteworthy for any reason? Um, so I think there's, this, there's been this one junior kid, um, Armand van der Voet. He was running well this year. You know, he was dropping times at a guy his age shouldn't be running, but he was running them. <laughs> so I think he, he, he's one guy that I, I, I took note of this year. You know, I was like, okay, this is someone that can actually take it to the next level. And I'm hoping for a good career for him and a healthy career. And, you know, he must just stay focused, you know. So, yeah, him. Then you personally um, going into the Olympics next year, how do you balance the training with all of this? <laughs> and uh, what are you hoping for in, in Paris 2024? I, I have a great team that works with me, you know, and, and, and they run the company. They make sure that the company is running smoothly. And, you know, I, I am there you know, as a leader for the company. But um, my, my trust is with the, with the guys. My trust is in myself as a leader for the company and just taking the company into 
our the direction that we want to take it, where we see it going and where see we see it growing. And yeah, um, next year will be Olympics, so my focus will be on you know Paris twenty four and. Yeah, it's always going to be to get onto the podium, you know, and be the first South African, be the first African to win a gold medal at Olympic Games. Wow, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> and then and then onwards after that, LA 28? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, it will be LA 28. Um, everybody thinks, like, this is going to be my last Olympics and I'm going to be retiring. And I'm like, dude, I'm still, like, in my prime, you know. I just, I'm 29, turning 30. And, um, like I still have next year, I still have 24 or 24 and 28. And then after 28, I'll think about, you know, retiring in the next, you know, path in my life. But I think that, um, right now I'm kind of thinking of it already with having back sports, you know, um, I'm putting things into place for it. And I think a lot of sports people don't do that. You know, they always try to, do it later on or when, once they retire, they will go for, okay, let me do something, you know? And right now I think it's, 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 it's just preempting, you know, the thing that's coming. And I think it's something that professional sports people can't shy away from is that there will be a time when you have to retire. And that can of course always come earlier than you expect through injury or all sorts of things. But the fact that you're still running, competing, um, you're going to go for, 2028 and then you say you'll see after that but you've already got plans in place and like you say that's something that uh, a lot of sports people don't necessarily do so that's i think that's that's great yeah and through back sports that you're also having athletes employed who are gaining skills getting opportunity like that means that they're also prepared and and able to do something after sport um would you ever go into coaching something <laughs> along those lines <laughs> Uh, right now, I don't think so. I always, everybody asks me if I'm going to coach, and I yeah. say I don't think so. You know, I see what I put through, my, put my coach through, so <laughs> I don't want to go through that as a coach. You know, and um, just touching back on just the retirement of, of athletes. You know, I think athletes, as athletes, as sports people, we think it's going to be forever. Yeah. We think this thing is gonna like this this dream that you're living is going to be forever, and we so we so lost in this bubble. You know, that we, because we, we live in a bubble, you know, and life continues, you know, and everybody gets, also the people around you, they also come with the, oh, yeah, you're going to run forever. You're going to do everything forever. But life ends, you know, and actually life doesn't end. It actually really starts when you retire because you retire at an early age where people are just getting into their working or just maturing into their working space. And that's when for us, we are actually starting to be in society in the reality of things. Cool, Akani. Thanks so much for joining us and talking so openly about your career and also talking about back sports. It's clear that you're very passionate about sports, about athletics and about uplifting people, this community and just being a part of an holistic approach to sport. Ending off your advice to young athletes in South Africa, just some some parting words before we say goodbye. Um, just some words for me. It's just, you know, have your dreams, plan your dreams, you know, don't give up. You know, there's so many people that will say it's not going to happen for you. Just believe in yourself and go at it and just know that you can do it. You know, the world is big enough for everyone. The world is big enough for you to achieve what you need to achieve and what you want to achieve, you know, and go out there, do the best you can. You know, I'm here. I'm an Olympian, one of the fastest men in the world, you know, and 
this is what I want to do now and I want to be the first man in the world. So you guys go out there, do it and yeah, enjoy. And he didn't even know he was an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't even an athlete, but I'm an athlete now. <laughs> awesome, Akani. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Remember, if there are any moments, coaches or players that you would like to nominate to the class of 2023, anyone you think has stood out this year in terms of school sport, we want to hear from you. So you can scan the code that's on screen now, or if you're listening to the show or want to find out more, find us at Supersport Schools, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can find details about how you can nominate players to the class of 2023. There's going to be a big show at the end of the year where we reveal our winners for various categories and celebrate some of the most outstanding moments, players and coaches of the 2023 school sport year. Other than that, it's all from us here at the Supersport Schools podcast. We'll catch you in two weeks' time with a new episode. There's no new episode next week. There'll be a repeat of a previous episode. But in two weeks, we'll be back with a new episode. Uh, the Supersport Schools podcast airs every Wednesday at 7 on DSTV channel 216. You can also catch it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Wherever you get your podcasts, basically. And we'll see you next time. Until then, from me, Alex, Tim and Chummy. Bye-bye. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars. Powered by Spurs Take Ranchers.